If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Atari Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. That was definitely a miscommunication with Brian and I. Matt and I have a great relationship on the sideline with conversations and everything. I think, you know, in that situation with Brian, it was just a miscommunication of words because that's not what um, I was trying to uh, bring across in that conversation. Yep. That's going to be my defense when you get beaten up because you keep on being so happy about the Jaguars losing by 10 points to the Chargers. That's going to be my defense to the lawyers out there. Oh, we just got our words mixed up a little bit. Was that a threat? Eh, take it for how you want, Brent. Well, my defense, I'm hiring a good lawyer, <laughs> is those are registered weapons in those hands. Not my feet, though. Is there a registered? bounty on those hands? <laughs> I brought some boxing gloves in here, too, in case you're interested. <laughs> no, listen, let me, let me go ahead and prime this. Oh, where are we going here? No, 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 no. Uh, this might be the last time we ever talk to Jason Fitz, no, or at least me. You no, might be doing this so, interview from now on. No, so real quick. So I had to, um, basically, I had to take him home because I got like some mink oil. You know what mink oil is? Probably yeah. not. Okay, mink oil. Yeah, yeah. So you put it on leather, right? So I had to soften my gloves up a little bit. I didn't want to leave them in the car because it's humid, and humid's bad for leather, I'm sure, as you know. So I had to bring them inside. How much should I, how much would it take yeah. for me to just take one punch? Don't do that, man. Don't, don't do that. Just one. Don't do that. No. Be good radio. Next question. Yeah, it'd be great radio. How, how about video though, right? Because you want to see the. You wanna, you wanna, I mean, oh, the we radio's. got video on the show. Yeah, right? yeah, Facebook, yeah, YouTube, Twitter, nah, man, Twitch. I, trust me, I can do that to you. Like e- even if like we try to like like make a little skit of it, I wouldn't do that to you. Jason Fitz joins us from Spain and Fitz uh, seven to nine ESPN Radio all across the country. Uh, Fitz, I believe that if I got knocked out with one punch by Austin Lane, we could have a national show by next week. <laughs> I don't, but look, I don't hate the decision. I, I mean, I think it's kind of smart. Like, imagine if you took first take, but then you made the loser of each day get, their, like, get in the ring with like a UFC fighter. I'm all in on this concept. Like, I think we're creating the next great TV sensation here. And, uh, look, I, I wouldn't personally, if I were you, uh, threaten Austin, but I would say this. Make sure if you come to an agreement on it that whatever money you get for it is after taxes and after medical expenses. Like, that's the part everybody forgets. Just make sure you've covered all of that. Then run your mouth. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's a good idea. Jason Fitz with us uh, from ESPN Radio. Joins us every Tuesday. Uh, I've got a thought for I want you guys to jump in on this. Bad parenting or not. All right? My my little guy, who I call him a little guy, but he's like 15. Yeah. Uh, he's a Rays fan. And so I came oh so close to not being here today and going to the World Series. Which I encourage tonight. you to do, by the way. Almost. Like, Almost did it. I encourage uh, you to go. I mean, I'm talking 11 o'clock last night, still hemming and hawing about it, looking up tickets. You know what? The crazy thing about going to the World Series this year, because they're selling them in pods, mm-hmm. it's it's almost cheap. Well, it is cheaper mm-hmm. to get four tickets than it is to get two. Yeah. Like, it's double mm-hmm. to get two tickets. And so we found another uh, dad and son, like, okay, maybe we'll do it. We're talking it out, talking through it. Should we go? Should we jump on a, a flight today? And we decided not to. We're going to have a little party tonight anyway, a little Rays Game 6 World Series party. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Rays fan, by the way, Fitz. Just taking the – I'm a Red Sox guy. But um, 
bad parenting? Should I have done it? Should I pull the trigger? Am I going to regret it? Jason, you can go first, man. Well, I mean, yes, you're going to regret it because it's the World Series. But really, where you messed up here is you have an entrepreneurial opportunity. What I'm hearing is four tickets is, is a better value. And then what you do is you keep the two that you want, and then you take the other two and you put them up to the highest bidder. You make a little side cash. You teach them about, you know, uh, how to get a little extra or a little cash coming in. You charge more for the two that you're getting here. Makes the tickets a watch. All of a sudden, you've taught them how to, you know, Hustle up a little bit of cash, and he gets to go to the game. Like, that's a win-win. Yeah, that's a good inflation. So it was it was bad parenting because I didn't teach him math. Now, yeah. listen, I taught him about parlays when he was like eight. Yeah, so he's got that going for him. <laughs> no, and, and listen, Brent, you know exactly how I feel about it. By the way, that's good parenting. So, yeah. <laughs> but, Brent, you know how I feel about it, man. Um, first of all, how'd you find a son and dad? Just go on Craigslist? Hey, any, any dads and sons out there looking to go to a baseball game? Like, how'd you find that? I actually almost got to the point where I put it out on Twitter. Well, yeah, because we, hey, we these are raised fans here, so they're, they're, they're hard to come by. We actually, I call a couple of people we know. There's an editor down in TV land here at the station, and he couldn't do it. And then there's another uh, friend of the family we know, but and the mom's a really big Rays fan, but the kids are just so-so. Yeah. And so then we uh, found another friend, and they seriously are big Rays fans. They're, they're Tampa fans. like They sure. like the Bucks and everybody else. Uh, so we thought about going. Here's the thing, guys. Here's what – I've been to a couple World Series games. Yeah. And they're awesome. But the thing about these kind of events is you go, one, to say you went, and two, you know, for the experience. Mm -hmm. But two, because of the electricity in the place, right? I mean, the electricity is unbelievable at a World Series game. Well, they have 12,000 people. I mean, we can go to the Trop any game once they start allowing people back in and there's 12,000 people. Yeah. And you just don't get the electricity. So, But it's also the Trop. It's a dome. It's, I understand. It's not baseball. But, well, this... Fits. That's why I hesitated. You're not going to have the electricity here. Look, the other part of this that you bear is like I have one life rule, and there's literally only one life rule that I, I absolutely will not break, and that is if you would see it in the beginning of a horror movie and scream, oh, my God, don't do that, you shouldn't do that. I will say to correct myself, finding two random people to hop on a plane with you and go to a World Series game does sound like the beginning. It sounds like the beginning of, like, hostile six, so you end up in, like, room somewhere so like look i i think i'm correcting myself my life rule coming into play maybe this is good parents. that's why i've never been to europe true story because of hostel saw that movie i'm like i'm good europe i'll, I'll see you on google maps i don't like i don't gotta go there in person real quick though brent let's say that the rays win tonight and we're talking game seven do you go to that game we 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 We've discussed. Can you give me a little heads up, though, please? Because, like, by the sound of it, you're getting ready to go this morning, and I didn't even tell me you're going to leave. Oh, yeah. And I was going to do the show by myself. Well, I was going to tell you, oh, but eventually. you wouldn't have found out till like, 9 o'clock this morning, yeah, probably. Yeah, fantastic. You had okay. Fitz to join this. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Jason Fitz with us from ESPN Radio. I uh, hope the cheese it commercial and video is going well. Uh, it looks good. <laughs> Jason, real, real quick, number one, when are you going to get your Grammy? And two, was the hair choice yours, or is that somebody else's choice for that, for that music video? Oh, yeah, no, no. Like, I, you know, here I was, like, guys, a couple of, I'll give you a couple of nuggets on this. Like, number one, she just didn't even know I had a musical background. They came to Mike and I and said, hey, we have this idea of talking about college football and doing it, like, in a really crazy music way. And I was like, only if I can be involved in the music portion of it, to which they said, why? And I had to explain that part. So then I, I took, like, two, three weeks, like, you know, quarantine. We all get a little fluffy, right? So sure. took a few weeks, and I just was starving myself to make sure that I looked as, as good as possible for this video. And then I show up for wardrobe, and they're like, all right, here's your wig, and here's the leather pants. And I'm like, 
what are we doing here? So we did the whole video for that one inside Magola Jr.'s garage. So they set it up to look like a, uh, like a studio, and it was blisteringly hot out. And I'm wearing this, like, awful wig that just was not becoming at all. I had sweat running down in places sweat doesn't belong. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was gruesome, I'm going to say that. But I will give you this little uh, side nugget that, uh, you know, just talking amongst friends here, a little, little uh, insider tip. There's another song dropping in a couple of weeks. So I'm just saying, wow. uh, you know, we did the boy band ballad first. Next up is the 80s rock anthem, and Michael and Jr. going to get a little rap to it. So I'm just saying you do not want to miss what's coming. I can't wait, man. It, those, we we watched it. We yeah. loved it. We yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I sh- gave you a shout out. Yeah. I was eating Cheez-Its the other day at the ball game. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we 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 really well, like what and, you're doing. And to be fair, that wig was genius because it's very Michael Bolton-esque, if you will. <laughs> and, I, and I've been to two Michael Bolton concerts in his prime in my lifetime. So believe me when I say that's a compliment, Jason Fitz. Uh, I'll, I'll look, by the way, Michael Bolton, your music fun fact that a lot of people don't realize, he is the first white singer to ever win R&B uh, Grammy for Album of the Year. So Dang. that shows you, like, that little soul. Little soul, Michael Bolton. Let's go. How about that? If you were sweating in some crazy places, I can only imagine what Gola Jr. was sweating, uh, by the way. Well, and you'll, you'll appreciate this when you see the next video. I may have gotten a little bit fired up, and they told me I could throw cheeses. And so I chucked them everywhere. He still got cheese that's stuck in his garage door opener. And no, I had it. So there you go. That's awesome. Uh, Jason Fitz with us. Uh, you can listen to him 7 o'clock ESPN radio all across the country. Uh, Spain and Fitz and, of course, on all uh, platforms on ESPN does so many different things uh, for the network. Hey, speaking of, my college game day going to Augusta National. That's really kind of cool. I, I I think it's cool. Uh, I love the Masters. I love Augusta. Uh, I love College Game Day. I think it's the greatest show on TV. And it's really kind of a neat concept. Uh, if do you, you, they got to get Tiger Woods, right, as the guest picker? I would think, yeah. I mean, uh, it's got to play as the guest picker. I'm with you. Like, I think it's great. I just want Reese to do the whole show in golf voice. Like, that's, that's all I ask. Is, <laughs> if he could just do, do like, quiet golf voice the entire time, that would be the most electric version of game that we've ever seen. Like, the, the intensity of that will only ramp up and up. I love it. Look, especially in 2020 when everybody's got to find interesting ways to make TV fun to watch. I really got to commend the entire game day crew behind the scenes that came up with the idea. I think it's going to be spectacular. I'm, a, I'm bummed I don't get to travel with them this year, but, you know, at least we still, we're still doing a digital show before, by the way, game day, that's still averaging over a million people a week, so wow. people are ready for college football. It's just we don't get to do it from the sights and sounds of the stadium, which is uh, such a bummer. Brent, do you think, like, so obviously for every college game day, obviously I'm a little bit of a fan, but when they do college game day, they kind of sh- showcase the food of that city, right? Or, like, the, the that, yeah. that uh, tailgating thing, you know? It's like, the Home Depot College Game Day presents, like that guy's voice, you yeah. know? It's been, it sticks out in my mind. But my question to you is, do, do they just do, like, pimento cheese sandwiches? Yeah. Because, hey, boring. Well, hey, boring, man, though. Probably, but it's part of it. I mean, oh. no doubt pimento cheese sandwiches makes the cut yeah. on college game day that it day. It does. And yeah. by the way, hey, the egg salad sandwich. Yeah, don't forget to tell the higher-ups, Fitz, that, I mean, Cheez-Its and Home Depot, I mean, who else you want us to mention yeah. here on the show? Appetizer Tuesday, baby. I'm going to get this whole thing clipped off and send it up so, we, you know, I'm going to start selling it all, right? but you don't know it. This is, again, entrepreneurial side hustle. I'll just work it in constantly, and then you'll, you'll look back at the year and say, did he just do seven brand placements in one phone? <laughs> yes, I did <laughs> Uh, we're just here to help out. Hey, speaking of the college, so we came up with this. So we always have like a little something for you uh, out of left field. Yeah. But 
where would you want to do college game day? Maybe a little outside the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gave you no time to think about this. Yep. So I'll talk slowly well, so you can't well, think about this. I'm glad you asked the question because this is my idea, but going to ask him the question. Well, it's all good. I just didn't know if you forgot or not. Oh, I trust uh, me. I didn't. You've been hitting the head a couple times. A couple times. Uh, the And uh, go, you want to do the second part? No, you got it, man. Okay. You're and so roll. who would be your celebrity guest picker mm-hmm. on college game day? So where and who's the picker? Okay, see, this is a great, this is actually a great question. I love everything about this. Thanks, Jason. I appreciate it. There were some of the, like, random places. Like, last year, going to Minnesota for the first time, uh, the game day event there was so incredible. And, like, Memphis, like, we went to so many uh, off-the-beaten-path schools last year compared to what people are used to. I will say I still haven't been to Clemson, so that's on my list of places I would love. But that's too that's too down the middle. So I'm going to give you, only because the celebrity picker usually has a tie-in mm. to wherever we are, I'm going to give you a very strange choice because you all know my obsession, as we talked before about Richie Sambora going up with my first concert being Bon Jovi. So I think game day should go to Rutgers just so Richie Sambora, the jersey tie-in, ends up being the celebrity picker, and then I become best friends with Richie Sambora. We write a cheese it hit together, <laughs> and now we're it's in his contract. He's got to mention Jesus at least 10 times it, it is. per interview. I like it. It is good. Hey, by the way, I can't ignore this anymore. Where are you doing this call from? Because for, you usually have like a crystal clear sound. Yep. And uh, you're kind of like, sound like you're in some bunker somewhere. <laughs> see, I'm glad you told See, Brent, this is what I love about you. You'll be honest with me. Okay, so true story. I may or may not have lost my AirPods. And I usually have the little AirPods in when we do this. And so... Uh, I can't. I, I haven't been able to find them, but I'm not willing to buy other AirPods until I know exactly that I have lost my AirPods. So I bought generic $10 AirPods from the like local discount store. <laughs> so you know I'm doing everything normal. It's just my generic $10 AirPods, and I appreciate you have the honesty to tell me because now I know I probably shouldn't use these again. That's that's what friends do. Jason, uh, AirPods have made an appearance on this show many times before, so let me end this conversation, this interview here with one last question. AirPods, why? Uh, okay, so I honestly got to answer why AirPods existed. It. Like, I understand that when I walk into the room wearing ear- AirPods that you want to punch me in the face, and you're right <laughs> to want to do that. The thing that I'll admit openly, you know, I, I am really lucky to get to talk to a lot of affiliates during the week. And what I found is that I just get tired of having my phone up to my face and the regular ones, the regular headphones get twisted into my hands all the time. So if I want to be able to, like, do anything else, I got the AirPods so that I can use my phone and uh, be able to like, continue, like, life while I'm on the phone with a bunch of different radio stations. So uh, okay. that's the honest answer. But, Austin... I, I do agree with you that, in general, somebody that walks into a room wearing their AirPods and still having the conversation should be throat-punched. As so Bre- I, I support that. As Brent takes out his AirPods right now just to trigger me a little bit. Thanks, man. Hey, there you go. I figure we've got I – fi- hey, I figure we got Home Depot, yeah. Cheez-Its on board. Yeah, yeah. We might as well get Apple on yeah. board. I'm right. done. I'm done. Uh, so you send yeah, us some I'll Cheez-Its. Tell, I'll tell you guys the guys on the street. I tried. There's two companies I have desperately tried for my ESPN work. To get to, you know, maybe help me out with a little discount on one. One is Apple. It's, uh, now you're going to see Apple all over digital shows on ESPN. They, they didn't even respond. And uh, the other is Peloton. Like, I hosted a Peloton pre-race event. I was like, oh, man, I'm talking to, like, the big bosses in Peloton. I go back to Peloton. Like, hey, y'all, like, maybe uh, maybe hook the guy up. Like, little Peloton hope. Their response is not good. So, you know, I, I don't know. If you guys can work out a 
just making the list now. So Ted Allen, AirPods, and Peloton. If we can do all three of those at once, man, you, you can. Uh, I'll do whatever you need to do. You send the us holy some, trinity. You send us some toasty Cheez-Its, we'll send you AirPods. <laughs> and Ted Allen. We'll, we'll give him a call. <laughs> all right. Hey, last thing. Last thing. we got to let you go um, so we don't take more of your time up. But one word. Kyler Murray or Joe Burrow? Who are you riding with? It's two words. Sorry. You can say Murray or Burrow. Oh, God. Um, just, oh, gosh. That's so, okay. I'm, I'm going Kyler uh, and admitting I was wrong. I thought that the world would catch up to him. They haven't caught up to him. Mm-hmm. I believe that Joe Burrow has the potential to be a better player than mm-hmm. Kyler Murray, but the Bengals have tried to find an offensive line. They spent the money in the draft capital. They're just bad at analyzing offensive linemen. Yep. I don't know how you fix that as an organization. So I still can't trust them to put a line that won't get Burrow killed. So I'll take Murray. Ah, very good. Uh, Jason Fitz, go find some new AirPods, my friend. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, every Tuesday on ESPN 690, and uh, we'll do it again next week. And now that you saved that money on World Series, it gets you to just pick up the pot. <laughs> you got it. Send me the address. Uh, that is Jason Fitz, Spain Fitz, 7 o'clock on ESPN Radio all across the country. I mean, do I win every single argument with you? Because let's be honest, man. In, ter- in, ter- in terms of the AirPods, hey, he doesn't have them anymore. You know why? Because he lost them. So the prosecution rests, Brent. AirPods, I tell you, that's exactly. A, that's why they're... You- Exactly. How many AirPods are, is that your first set? Still? First set. Okay, well, that's impressive. A- exactly um, what... I've lost my credit card before. I lost my AirPods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Probably two of them, actually. Sure. Uh, exactly what he said about AirPods, though, is a great reason why you have them. Because if you're on the phone a lot, yeah. you know, or if I'm on the golf course and still want to mm-hmm. talk on the phone, it's perfect. Yeah. Well, I go with my Jabra's, so I don't have the little dangly well, thing yeah. that looks goofy as heck. I was going to say, the, I don't the, care. The, 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 the same thing without looking goofy. Like, you don't have to look goofy with those. Yeah, I just really don't have a complex about it. I hear you. I don't care what you think, how I look. Hey, and nor should you. I, I'm glad you yeah. know, man. I just think, hey, I get Judge my opinion on it. Want. Oh, I'm judging all day, I don't man. care. I'm judging all day. Um, No problem. My- I got an outside fireplace, man. <laughs> Life is good. Life is great. But what do you think? So Seriously, the game seven. Uh, like, what, where are you on the scale, possibly? Because I mean, let's be honest, it's set up nicely tonight for the Rays. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I do think there's. I think Ty actually has a big game, to, like a game tomorrow for baseball, like high school uh, baseball. So it'll okay. be a little more tricky. Like, could have got on practice today, but a little bit trickier. Um, but I'm not ruling it out. Okay. Uh, the. I think I like the game seven idea just because at least somebody celebrates. Right, so True. somebody is. Well, that, it's game bring seven. Both hats. Like, yeah, like somebody you you could see. Your, the problem I had a little bit with this one on top was like, hey, they lose six to two or eight to two, it's over. Like, yeah, there's really nothing. Like, yeah, is well, it really that memorable? Well, listen though, <laughs> I mean, it would be memorable either way. Yeah, but and I'm not sure like how much this would mean to you. But at the end of the day, like, listen, we may never see this again. How this World Series had shaped out, the season that. has shaped out. I thought about being right? a little and, part and, of history. Yeah, and you can be like, hey, I, I was know. there for Game Seven. Listen, I wrestled with the whole thing. Yeah, I'm not listen, sure I made I the right decision. Go, I don't want to just be being Stewart here. Stewart can talk circles around me. I'm gonna get lost. I guarantee it. I want you here, man. But I also want you to have cool memories. Yeah, um, me too. More yeah. on that. Josh Allen joins us next though on ESPN 690. Brent Martino. This is an email. Why is WWE wrestling not being shown on Friday night? 
Austin Lane. Thank you very much. Read it right now. Read it right now. This could I be just for me. did. Why oh, is that? That's, that's it. I mean, that's it. why I thought. I don't know. I mean, Roman's only five. I don't know how many sentences he can make. Yeah, Smart some, kid. Somebody but, might have proofread it for him. <laughs> Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Finally get this bye week. I talked to a couple of guys after the game, and they told me how important the bye week was for them and how they got, you know, got to get their body back right. So definitely excited, looking forward to this. But once we come back, we get to get, we get to play against Houston, a uh, division rival. And, uh, you know, it's a game that we must have. And, um, you know, they got the same record as us. And uh, we're looking to, to really get after them. That is Josh Allen, uh, Jaguars defensive end. He's going to join us in a bit. It's scheduled at 4.30, but I think meetings are running long. Uh, so... Probably won't be until 4:45. Uh, so <laughs> we just got that. Uh, uh, just, just, just time turn the phone and put on speaker. We'll listen to meetings. Uh, yeah. Same time. Very yeah. good. A little behind the scenes. What would that meeting sound like? Yeah. Uh, that would take be us fantastic. inside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Austin Lane can't bleep uh, a live phone call. That would be <laughs> yeah, a good point. point. Yeah, really good point. Didn't think about that. How much part. swearing does go on in those meetings? Depends who the, who the coach is. Like Cullen must have swore hey. out of his mind. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, listen. If yeah. you, I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, there's a ton of swearing that goes on down in our sports office, and not in an angry way. Yeah. Like, just we just, like... Guys hanging out. Skies being guys, Brent. I guess. I yeah. mean, I don't know why. Like, I swear like crazy at work in the office. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't know why, quick, but I do. Real, real quick. So, before you get into uh, your whole uh, spiel here, that was one of the biggest surprises I ever had of you. Because, like, obviously, <laughs> like, well, to be honest, I mean, obviously, I knew you, I remembered you when I played football, right? I remember you in the locker room. I don't think we ever really interacted that much. We had that one thing that we did at Venture Landing. So, like, I knew who you were, obviously. And, like, all I knew about you was, like, you're, like, the constant professional. Like, you, like, you were respectful, obviously, and I got that vibe from you. But you're like super like you know businessman type is what i kind of pictured you and then literally like the very first day like we do like a, a mock radio segment and like you dropped you know you dropped a couple bombs a, a couple <laughs> swear words and i'm like who is this guy like cause, you know because i'm so used to seeing you in a business setting but in the casual setting or just you know even between breaks it's a little different and, and it's refreshing i'm saying it's a good thing man it was it was a great thing yeah i never yeah. had a problem with anybody who swears uh you know there's time and place of course but yeah. i i do what you never really know is, and I almost like, I'm to the point now, I probably would have been more like concerned about this years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, and like in our office, you just don't know who can hear you in like the kitchen area because we're next to the kitchen area. Yeah. Or like the bathroom because there's a bathroom that like butts up against the wall. Or yeah. just people walking down the hall and we just don't care. Especially yeah. right now, there's very few people walking down the hall. So you're just like. MF and everybody, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the person's probably walking down the hall. Yeah, sure. I mean, really, like, it's, it's it happens like a lot in our business. It was, like, yeah. It, anyway, it was a pleasant surprise for me, that. though, man. Like it was, it was a really pleasant surprise because like here I picture this guy who's like never like sworn in his life, you know, is like a real. And not to say like you're you're not a real straight the, shooter. I love what, the but perception I, mean, I, I yeah. hold. No, but I'm saying like play golf with him. I'm like, play golf with him. Like, I, I have to mind my mouth around him. Like, I have to use my manners and stuff like that. So it was refreshing. Like day one, you know, kind of seeing the behind the scenes, Brett Martin a little bit. I'm like, okay, I can get along with this guy just fine. You know, speaking of parenting, you know what's one of the cool parts about parenting is when you reach the point where you can swear in front of your kids. Oh man, and you just I'm don't waiting. care. Yeah, right. What, what was like, the age like, for your for your kids? Uh, just about like in the last year. Okay. Like I I, I think even Steph. So about high school. Okay. But like, do you remember that with your parents? Do you remember that like the first time they swore? Well, like, and you were like, 
what was that? Well, yeah. Like, they say that, too? Yeah. Well, you got to remember, man, I had my grandpa a lot who, you know, he's a, the old school guy of all old school guys. And, like, he, he he worked on cars a lot. So I had to sit there and, like, it was straight out of, like, uh, the Christmas story. Where Ralphie's holding the things for him. Like, you know, because I wanted to help out, right? So I'm holding the flashlight and I'm shaking it because I'm, I'm nervous. You Ralphie. Yeah. And I'm holding the flashlight because I'm nervous. Cause I'm going to mess up. I'm going to yell that. So, like, I always heard a couple of choice words from my grandfather when I was, like, six or seven. But, like, we didn't repeat those words. Let's S- just similar say. story there when I actually learned all of the choice words all at once uh, fixing the engine on the boat and I was tasked with uh, hitting a button that would move the engine in a certain direction. It was not completely on its mount and I guess I pressed it too far and it fell on his toe my stepdad. Learned a lot of words there. I bet, A lot of them. And and that was on you, Stuart. That was your mess up. uh, We had this argument all the time. It's his fault. I was a kid. My uh, my mom actually came up with... uh, Swear uh, Saturdays are the only day you can swear. Swear on Saturdays or something. Some alliteration. But Saturdays was the only day you could end up swearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be okay. Like at some point, I can't can't remember when, but she still says it to this day. Uh, So you can only swear if it's Saturday. Yeah. But like the best part (laughs) about my grandpa was like he would mix like just like old school slang with swear words. So I never knew like what I could and could not say. So like, you know, there's gosh darn rigmarole. And it's like I would say, I'll be like, can I say rigmarole or is grandma going to be upset with that one. Oh, I can say rigmarole. Good. We're off to a good start. You know, like you always had to kind of pick and choose which words you could use from his vocabulary. Uh, all right. Uh, the reason why we got on this topic is because we knew Josh Allen was in a meeting. He's out of that meeting. And uh, he joins us right now on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martin, along with former Jags player Austin Lane. What's up, Josh? How you doing, man? What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hey, the reason we got on swearing a little bit is because, well, Austin's been in these meetings, but oh, we were yeah. wondering, like, how much swearing actually goes on in, in like a team meeting, a room meeting? Uh, it probably depends who the coach is, right? Uh, yeah, it definitely depends on the coach. Uh, definitely the, t- the type of coach. I don't know if offensive coaches, and I've never been around them as, as often, so I don't know if they swear a lot. It don't look like they do. They look more chill and relaxed. <laughs> but uh, defensive coaches, not in college. You know, in college we got a couple words. But in the league, no. I feel like our special team coach – Really curse the worst out of everybody. To be honest, <laughs> I, I I bet you you know you go. Uh, Joe Cullen's a guy who's been in the league. He's a defensive line coach. I don't know if you know him, but Austin played for him. Yeah, and so he's this real loud guy, and you kind of label guys. Like, do do you do that in high school, college? Like, you almost remember your your position coaches by label as that's the guy that yells, that's the guy that swears, that's the guy that's <laughs> kind of funny, right? That chews. There's chews. Chews yeah. big time. Yeah. Like, do you almost have a label for every coach you've had? I feel like if you don't, that you ain't playing real football. <laughs> to be honest, uh, but yeah, like I, like I do, I do, I remember all my coaches by definitely the way they uh, presented themselves, and and I still and I still treat them like that. You know what I mean? And uh, but yeah, that is crazy though. But crazy. and Josh makes a great point here, Brent, in terms of like you know the coaching style and philosophy. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, the coaches are all different, have different types of personalities. But usually on the defense, you're gonna get the more guys that are accustomed to maybe cursing a little bit during practice or yelling out. Just because I feel like defense, it's a lot more energy and just you kind of pin your ears back and go, as opposed to offense where it's a little more calm, cool, and calculated. And I feel like you get that a reflection of a coach as well. Yeah, that makes some sense, uh, no doubt about it. Josh Allen joins us, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Uh, you know, we were talking about. The- Doug Marone, he met with the media today, and he actually said, hey, we might try some crazy bleep. Uh, he's not afraid to swear in front of the media, which I kind of appreciate about Doug Marone. Uh, tell us, I've been impressed, Josh, with the temperament of Doug. 
uh, this is a rough time. You guys are one in six. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on everybody, especially coaches. Uh, what's it like playing for Doug, and is it important that he stays even keel from a player's perspective? I mean, uh, I have nothing but respect for him. Uh, from being here for my first two years and, you know, how I experienced him, I think he's doing a, a heck of a job and just keeping his cool and keeping his communication uh, level between us. Uh, I still think he's a heck of a coach, uh, no matter the record. You know, we the ones that are out there making all the plays. He just, you know, points us points to direction. So, uh, but I feel like he's doing a heck of a job coaching and, and then that swearing, you know, he'll say one or two words to throw me off guard a little bit. You know what I mean? But, but nah, uh, he's definitely keeping his composure a lot, and I respect him. Yeah, he certainly has. Josh Allen joins us uh, here on ESPN 690. We kind of wonder if you guys can, based on what Doug said, or, or just trying to mix things up anyway, are there some things you guys can do defensively? Uh, coming out of bye week, even though it's not like you have eight practices to get ready for the next game. But there are. do you expect or anticipate to see some changes, a wrinkle here, a wrinkle there coming out of the bye week to try to mix it up and be a little bit more productive on the defensive side? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I just do what I'm coach, man. And uh, But I do, you know, uh, it, uh, how can I? Um, good question. But um, I don't really think, you know, I feel like it's more of uh, us hurting ourselves. So if whatever we can do to help us not penalize ourselves and help not misalign ourselves, I feel like, you know, we'll be good. Uh, if you look at it, uh, nobody has really done anything. Well, like, you know, I can't say nobody has ever done anything because we're in the National Football League. But consistently, like, running the ball on us or throw the ball, like, on not having on not having a penalty on the drive, uh, inflicted by us. I feel like we've done a good job on that. But as soon as we get to the penalties and you know that that, that we can control, I feel like those extend drives and those makes small plays make big plays. So uh, if anything, something that can help us with that, uh, then I feel like we'll be fine. Josh, you know how it works, you know, with, with the outside world. Uh, in terms of defensive line play, all that seems to matter is the sack production, right? Like you can sit here and say you had this many pressures, but like if you don't have those sack numbers, people are going to say, well, they're not doing that well. They're not doing that well. Obviously, you guys are getting close to hit, hitting home. Um, you know, th- th- there's been some lulls here or there, but I guess my question to you, and you know, using this bye week as an example of what can you guys do to try to, you know, rush the passer together a little better, and what are you going to try to do personally and also as a team to try to get home to that? quarterback i mean you you play you play yeah. you know defensive. you know how you know you know what they say the rush compliments the covers and the covers compliments the rush uh so it's really a team aspects uh we can dbs can have a phenomenal game one day in the d-line just not get home and where the d-line can have a phenomenal game in there and then dbs not you know be able to make all the plays they need in the air so you know once we have both sides you know, locked in, uh, I feel like, you know, that's when the good things are going to happen. But, you know, the rush compliments to the coverage and coverage compliments to us. That's all I can say with that one. Yeah, you got to tighten up both ends of it. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, Josh Allen with us, Jaguars uh, pass rusher, second-year pass rusher here on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. We saw a cool scene the other day after the game. Caleb on chase on uh, working with Joey Bosa and having a conversation. 
I, I thought that was cool. Maybe that's a typical thing in the NFL. Austin gave us a little bit of insight on it as well. You had Calais last year. You've been working with Caleb on. How often do you talk to other guys in the league, whether it is after a game or in the offseason or during the week, um, to bend their ear about certain things? And I guess how much of a fraternity is it really? Uh, it definitely is a fraternity. I feel like um, just being with the Vaughn, I know when Vaughn invited me to the summit, I knew he invited all the, you know, the top pass rushers. Uh, so just that being said, uh, it's, just, it's just a real collective group of guys that just wants to get each other better and just wants to be great itself. Uh, but speaking after the game, I spoke to Joey, myself, and I spoke to Melvin just to pick their ears about a couple things and how their mindsets and how, you know, how, how can they keep up, you know, just the production when, when, when the stuff's not going your way. Uh, so, you know, I got to be able to pick the ears like that. And then I saw the video with uh, Joey and KC. I felt like that was huge. Uh, I told him I told him today, I think, it's, 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 we're a fraternity, man. We want to see everybody be great. And, uh, and and that was just an awesome sight to see. And I, hope, and I told him I hope he learned something because not a lot of people get to have that experience, especially coming from a guy like that. And uh, so hopefully he took something good from that and he can apply that to his game and, you know, just become a, a, a complete pass rusher, a All dominant right. pass rusher. All right, Josh, check this out, man. I got a little game for you real quick. We're going to have a little fun now. Um, so I always describe it like this in the NFL when I played. Like, you know, like the, the whole bye week, it's kind of like spring break mixed with Christmas break because this is really the only time that you get a break away from football, right? I mean, obviously, during Christmas, you guys still have games to play. During Thanksgiving, you still have games to play. So this is like kind of like your little mini vacation, right? Um, so I'm going to ask you some questions about what your teammates are going to do over uh, the bye week. And I want you to answer, I guess, basically, who does this sound like the most, okay? Okay. Okay. Who's gonna spend the most money at the, the at the St. John's Town Center shopping? Oh Lord. <laughs> Jawan. Who is Jawan Taylor? Oh, Taylor. Okay, that makes sense, <laughs> man. You know what? Fashionable for offensive I've seen linemen. Those airplane pictures. Yeah. I think you're right. Okay, Jawan Taylor. Who's gonna play the most video games over the bye week? Everybody. <laughs> Does everybody do? I mean, seriously, do you guys all do you guys play amongst yourselves, or do you reach out to each other? I know, you know, I, I'm just in conversations. I really don't, you know. You know, I got two kids at the house, so it's hard for me to sneak away and play the game. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I know, just talking to them, I know a lot of guys play, and uh, hopefully that's all they do. You know, we still in COVID, can't I can't afford to get sick, especially them. So hopefully they playing the cards right and just playing the game and sticking home. But everybody, though, everybody plays a game. Yeah, and that's the thing, right, because you have to stay in town. So, obviously, the vacations and things like that, they're out of the question right now. Who's going to watch the most cartoons? Oh, definitely me. You? He's got two kids. That's a good point. What are the the high cartoons right now for you, Josh? They're they're mine. (laughs) (laughs) What what are you watching? Uh, You know, I watch a a lot of anime, you know. You know, I still like to relax. It's my that's what calms me down. That's what uh, that's what gets me off off of football and and kids. Just to be able to sit back, you know, what I mean, get my glass of wine and just relax. All right, Brent. Well, go ahead and t- t- take a timeout real quick, Brent, because uh, I'm actually a big anime fan myself, and I've been waiting to have an excuse to talk a little anime on this show. Two years in this show, never had an excuse till now. So, Josh Allen, real quick, forget about the game, man. Just give me your top five animes right now, please. Oh, top five. Uh, you know, I just got finished. Well, I watched Baki on yep. Netflix. 
pretty fire. I, I'm waiting for One Punch Man to come out with season two. They playing with that. Uh, I'm definitely a big Dragon Ball Z. Can't you can't beat Dragon Ball Z at all. Um, but I, I'm not into the comics, you know. Yeah. Um, I like. You know, I was big Naruto growing up, and, you know, if I'm bored or something and there's nothing else to watch, I always go back, you know, humble myself watching those. And then my last but not least, oh, Lord. I'm going to ask my wife that question. <laughs> hey, I'm going to say one thing, though, Josh, real quick. So One Punch Man Season 2, it's out. You just have to look at the right spot. So I can send you that link if you want it. But spoiler alert, not as good as the first season. And I'm sorry to say it. It's not. It's not, man. No, it's kind of a bummer, actually. No, no, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you still gotta watch it. Why did you say that? Man, you gotta be sad too now over I here. I know, man. I'm just saying it's not as good as the first season. That's all I'm gonna say. Nothing ever hey, is. Hey, True. Hey, I got, I got my, I got my last one. Uh, the Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. It's a creepy show, but I love it for some reason. <laughs> Brotherhood is, is is that your favorite series or which yeah. one? Yeah, Brotherhood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about all of them. Yeah, I, love, I got you. I like all. It's creepy. It, it, it's creepy now. Yeah, it's a little weird, but it's a good weird. <laughs> well, listen, Brent, Brent's <laughs> telling me to hurry up and get off that. But I'm gonna tell you one thing though, real quick. Have you watched Death Note yet? No, I have not. I have not yet. Hey, so if you have some free time, maybe check that one out as well. It's very different, but really cool storytelling. I got you. Come cool. on, that. All cool. right. Shut you out. Hey, Josh, you didn't think you'd learn this much on the show. You didn't think we'd go here, <laughs> did you? <laughs> it's always a pleasure being on the show, man. Learn something new every week. Hey, have a good uh, few days. Uh, get well, rest up, have fun with the family, and we'll talk to you again next week. I will. Thank you all. All right. That's Josh Allen, Jaguars pass rusher. Uh, you never know where Austin well, Lane's going to take take, I guess. Sometimes the games take you places. Also, you know? we get some Cowboy Bebop cowboy in there. Cowboy Bebop's good, Samurai man. Shampoo. All right, listen. Come on. So I've Come never on. done Speak this. my language. Right? What do you got? Never. Like, I what don't do even got? know what the heck an anime is. Sure. All right? It's a Japanese cartoon. I get but yeah, it. Go on. I do, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Know, you I got you. You've talked about it enough. Oh, I love it. And so does Weber. Stuart's into it, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've you had know? conversations. So this is obviously, like, you got to be less than 43 to watch the anime. Pretty much. I would believe. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe... I'm not a cool guy, so maybe there are a lot of 43-year-olds that watch. But uh, give me one to watch. One anime to watch? One. Because I'm going to judge everything off this one. One Punch Man season one. Because, like, listen, I, I could tell you to watch this thing, but it's like 10 seasons long, so it takes a long time no, to I get through want, it. I don't have that. Yeah. So, One Punch Man season one. One Punch Man season yeah. one. And, and I don't want to spoil everything. I mean, uh, Weber, are you okay with that? Yeah, no, that's good. Well, the the yeah. thing, like you said, though, the problem with a season two is sometimes it's disappointing. Yeah. That's why I like, like Bebop and Shampoo, because it's only one, only one season. one season, correct. One straight line. What but is that again? Be what? Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. They're, that's they're, old, yeah, old they're like bounty hunters. Okay. Is, it back, is that 90s or 2000, early 2000s? That's like 90s. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 90s. But the cool thing about One Punch Man, so, like, you know, obviously like they have powers and stuff, right? His power is one punch, he kills every, like, he, he kills the bad guy. And literally, that's the show. So, it, so it follows a hero where all he does is have it. He has one punch, and it kills everybody. Yeah, that's cool. It's because it's fascinating. Cool, yeah. Man. yeah, check it out. You could do that on the show today. We yeah. become national just yeah. like that. You got yeah. the gloves. Yep, absolutely. Wanna, how about if I punch you once? That's cool. I mean, I got punched like probably twenty-five times last night, so it ain't no biggie. Yeah, let's go. Let's see what you got, bro. Got a hell of a left hook. Well, I'm gonna say you throwing the hook, you throwing the cross. What do you got, man? What do you got for us? What are you feeling today? 
probably the cross, right? If you play baseball, are you lefty or righty? Yeah, lefty. Oh, yeah, so then cross. You got to throw the cross. Yeah, you, if you play baseball, you throw. All right, we'll do that. You got a strong cross. We got to get out of here. Weber gets all <laughs> nervous about time. I do, too. We'll be back on ESPN 690. <laughs> We never really finished this conversation. We've got a few minutes, so let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. And, and we'll, we'll do it before the checklist. And, and real quick, I mean, great interview with Josh Allen. I'm talking anime for the first time. Here, Sing with me now, Brent, and, and rolls off the tongue here. Action sports anime. Action sports anime. Do we have to, like, we've got Give me the... my own, yeah. Give me my own, well, that, I was going to say, it's a, it's a show where I come on your show, I talk anime for 15 minutes. That's uh. what I was getting at. Hey, we wondered Maybe about in the summer. When is we, it, we don't have anything to talk about. Is can this? Can we morph? Can we change the game in local sports mm-hmm. with some anime talk? Yeah, we've tried this a little bit with wrestling in UFC. Sure. I'm not sure if it's caught fire or not. Well, Brent, to be fair, it's got some of our highest rated videos on our YouTube it's, channel. Check so it out, everybody. It maybe is yeah. better than we think. Yes, I don't know how we judge anything around yeah. here. Are you just gonna walk out? If that's the case. No, I'm up okay. for anything. I like we, it. We Listen, gotta get I like, like Sheeta from AEW to come talk about it because she's like hey. the most watched video on the entire you YouTube. Yeah. Listen, I'm up for it. Yeah. I'm up for anything. Mm-hmm. Anything that's gonna make me a bigger star than I already am. <laughs> <laughs> Brent needs more propane for that Sorry. backyard fireplace. I just had to say that. Yeah. No, it's good. It sounded great, man. <laughs> I, I said it straight face. I, I love the confidence. Good. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I actually believed you. All right. Seriously, yeah, Joe what Burrow, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Last two number one draft picks. We're only going to spend like two minutes on this assistant report card. Hey, that's coming up. That's, that's all we need is two minutes for this. Seriously, though. Mm-hmm. Do you take uh, – I'm talking for the next 10 – your franchise QB. Yeah. Both have shown really – see, I thought the undertold story this week was Burrow. Kyler Murray overshadowed him. Uh, Mayfield even overshadowed him. But Burrow had a really big game. He absolutely I did. I thought you a great game. And he's already shown some things. People – and oh, by the way, Herbert even overshadowed him, mm-hmm. I think, with his performance. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's an interesting one. Can you run all as much as Murray is? Will the league catch up? No, I haven't yet. They actually have done a better job than last year mm-hmm. uh, with Murray and, and Kingsbury in this offense. Yeah. Uh, but Burrow has the traditional tools plus some athleticism mm-hmm. where we're seeing if you can't run for 50 yards in a game, you can't play quarterback in the NFL anymore, I think. Like, I really believe that. Yeah. Wilson, Murray, Herbert, Burrow, heck, Minshew, when he plays well, runs for it. Lamar Jackson, they every Deshaun Watson. Nick Foles can't play quarterback in the NFL anymore. He can't run. Yeah. He can't. Yeah. Tom Brady can because he's so damn smart and he's got so many weapons. But you can't do it unless you can scramble for 50 along with throwing for 300. Yeah. That's the way the NFL is. So Murray's important here, but Burrow can do that too. Uh, let me ask this question real quick. If you were to say last year, who would you take at quarterback? Would you take Lamar Jackson or would you take Joe Burrow? You would say Lamar Jackson, right? Because he's the MVP. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Now, what would you say this year? It would be more of a debate, right? Yeah, because because we fell in love with Lamar Jackson's ability to run and the, the, the inventive offense and kind of changing the game. Well, to be fair, it seems like both words have been figured out a little bit. On the other side with the Cardinals, I get the sense that eventually, because, listen, Kingsbury's run a bunch of crazy things, and, but sometimes it misses. Like, sometimes it's hit yeah, yeah. or miss. True. Right? It has been. Now, it has been hit or miss. I think the consistency right now of Burrow um, and his ability to throw the long ball, I'm not. There's no wrong answer here. Yeah, and I, I don't want to go against my boy Kyler, but Joe Burrow brings up a lot of interesting. I, I will things. say this: Murray has some stuff you can't teach. You True. just can't teach. You can't coach. Yeah. When we come back, Doug Marone on franchise quarterbacks next on ESPN 690.